Louis Gagnon, thank you very much for taking my call. Yeah, thanks a lot uh, for your invite. Now, tell me about this um, region uh, or this uh, place called Kayaktalik in Inuktitut. What does it mean, first of all? Oh, that, that means uh, where there is a kayak. You know, the kayak is uh, uh, recognized as that um, kind of boat, you know, created by the Inuit or their ancestors. And uh, in fact, that site, it's a rock art site that's named Kayaktalik. It's in, on an island near the coast of the Nunavik, but it's in Nunavut because it's an island, and um, that belongs to the uh, Nunavut. But uh, uh, in terms of jurisdiction, but the ownership is the people from uh, Nunavik. They own it. It's after a lot of uh, negotiation they did that. So anyway, the people from Nunavik were the people who were using that island, you know, as far as we know. Mm -hmm. And on that island, there was a specific area where uh, were found during the 60s, 1960s, around that, uh, a group of um, rock art uh, engraving, you know, um, called petroglyph, because it's carved in, in the stone. Yeah. And uh, for our listeners uh, who uh, have not seen the pictures, can you describe what is actually carved? Yeah, in fact, it's it's quite unique. You know, in Kayaktalik, the um, the petroglyph or every uh, uh, engraving represents human faces, only human faces. So it's it's like a simple drawing, the the uh, outline of a face, and you have the eyes, the nose, the the the, the nose, and the uh, the mouth. Sometimes open, sometimes just like a straight line, you know. So it's quite simple, but uh, what is exciting is to see them also in different uh, size. Some of them are very, you know, just like a couple of centimeters high, and others, most of them, they are more like in 20 to almost 30 centimeters, you know, of uh, height. Hmm. And uh, there, uh, this, I mean, if these are faces, human faces, they're different shapes. You have, you yeah. know, more rounded shapes, you have more square shapes, more triangular shapes. Uh, um, and some of them uh, seem to have this, uh, what looks like uh, cat, cat ears or horns. Um, do you know uh, what these faces represent? Uh, you know, we cannot be sure. There, there is uh, a lot of speculation about that. But uh, part of it is, yes, it sounds like a sort of a zoomorphism, you know, like uh, something belonging, you know, to the uh, to different type of animals. You, you are right to describe that like uh, ears of a cat or I would say in connection with the north, maybe like the fox uh, or dogs or, you know, uh, any kind of canide, or uh, it could be also like some sort of horn, but then the uh, when you try to to compare that what with the animals living up north, it's, it's it's much more difficult, you know. So, so it's probably why some people were talking about, oh, they are uh, 
uh, devil representation, you know. Uh, maybe, but this is a modern uh, interpretation that we can see. Mm-hmm. But most of those uh, uh, point pointed that we see uh, point that we see on the top of the heads, or could be also something quite special. The, the Dorset people that we be, believe that they made that, it's a, a, a civilization that disappeared, you know, about a thousand years ago. And uh, they were wearing their, their, their parka was completed by a sort of uh, a high, very high collar, not a hood. A color, but very high, you know, almost reaching the top of the head of the the person. So maybe it's uh, just like a representation of those two points coming from the color, which mm. can make sense. We we did some uh, experiment about that, and it looks pretty much the same. Hmm. Interesting. So yeah. tell me about um, how. What do we know about? You uh, you said Dorset people. Um, what do we know about the Dorset culture, and what do you know when these carvings were created? Okay, in fact, it's always a hypothesis in archaeology based, you know, on material we are finding all around. Uh, maybe you have to know uh, uh, that the Dorset people at the the, the end of their um, uh, presence in Nunavik and even. In the rest of the north, it, that's happened about a thousand years ago, and at that period, there was a, a sort of uh, the, uh, an effect of the uh, climate change at that period too. You know, that become warmer than that they were used to. So probably that created a, a, a big stress on that on the population, and they started. That's an explanation, you know, for what we can see that it started to be. A period of, um, I would say, uh, an increase, an increase in the um, uh, uh, magical beliefs. You know, more uh, shamans production or shamanic production. So, it's an indication that maybe that site, which is quite unique, with all those faces, could be a sort of uh, an attempt, you know, to to make some kind of ritual or something linked to the shamanism. And we have also to enforce, you know, that hypothesis, the fact that there was a lot of lichen on the the surface of the rock that, let's say, let's uh, understand that the, the the engraving were old, at least like over 800 to 1,000 years. And then other things that can contribute to the uh, to link those engraving to the Dorset people is the Dorset people in different areas in Canada, they were making those little sticks, you know, made of uh, caribou antlers, bones, or even uh, walrus uh, tusk. They were engraving faces like that, but they were portable art, which is different than um, uh, rock outside, which is something you know stiff there on the land, you know, on the ground. And maybe a, la- a last thing, you have to know that the uh, Tulian people that came after, there was a gap, you know, for about uh, 200 years in Nunavik. We'll say around. 800 years ago, the Tulian people went there and they started to occupy the uh, 
area, and they became what we know now uh, as being the um, the Inuit, the modern Inuit. So these people, uh, as far as we can see in the archaeological evidences, they were not representing the faces. You find any kind of uh, small figures, you know, small rep- human representation, they have no faces. Hmm. Yeah, so that can be a part of the uh, uh, reason why we are believing they are from, you know, the Dorset people. What was the relationship uh, between the Inuit people and um, the Dorset, and how did the, the Inuit interpret this site uh, over over you know the centuries of their existence there oh boy <laughs> it would be you know it's some sort of a debate uh, uh, in archaeology about you know is the uh, uh, tulian people or the ancestors of the inuit now uh, have been in contact with the dorset people maybe some dorset people were absorbed uh, or they were uh, chase, you know, from the in, their, in this environment. We don't know. You know, there is not enough uh, information about that right now. So, and also, I'm not an archaeologist. I'm specialized in, uh, in with art, you know. And uh, but as far as I know, uh, it's not that obvious that they were really uh, linked. And also, in, in terms of technology, we can see so many differences, you know, like uh, for, uh, just to give, a, give you an example, to make the tools, the um, uh, Dorset people, you know, they were like, oh, I don't know the technical word for that, but they, they were like chipping the pieces of stone, you know, mm-hmm. rather than polishing them. So that creates a different type of. Uh, it's, it, it, they were using different technology. Okay, so different that it's a way uh, for the archaeologist, you know, to say, okay, we are talking about another type of culture. You see. So and and your second question, which is uh, kind of complex, because how the Inuit today uh, look at the. Um, the pictorialists themselves, it's hard to to give you, you know, just a a straight answer about that. But I I believe it's uh, seen with a lot of respect, as far as I know, because, you know, I've been on the site with many Inuits, especially people coming from Kanyosuyuak, which is the north, uh, north, uh, I mean, it's a community north of the the island. And... um, and because the people, you know, want to protect the site, so uh, we have the indenti- some indication that they really want to uh, protect, so respect that place. Uh, on the other hand, maybe some people are not sure about, is it good to go there, you know, that belongs to uh, some population from the past. Uh, I don't know. I heard so many different stories, you know. So I would say it's like uh, they have to be more in touch with that to learn and uh, understand better that um, cultural heritage. Well, tell me how does it compare 
Are there other similar sites in the Arctic, um, other petroglyph sites that are that important for uh, understanding the history of uh, the first original inhabitants of this area? But in fact, there are other sites in the Arctic, only a few of them, and it's totally on the uh, opposite coast, you know, it's on the uh, west coast in Alaska and along the water too. And uh, so, uh, but what is quite interesting, it's, it's coming from uh, different uh, cultures. So it's like uh, the human being, whatever is the culture, uh, used or have been using that type of expression, you know, uh, doing some representation on the, uh, the rock. But when you compare with the, um, the West Coast, you cannot see any uh, real com- comparable things, except that one of the sites has also some faces, but not only faces, which is so unique at the Kayak Talik. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you remember when was the first time you uh, you saw the site, and what did you feel? Oh boy, yeah, very, very, very excited. Because when I thought about going to Kayatalik, this was one of the main challenges of my career, I would say. Uh, in fact, I developed that interest about studying rock art site down in, in the province of Quebec, you know, down south. And my main goal was to go one day to Kayatalik. Uh, because of my interest about the Inuit sculptures on stone, I was thinking... I should see that, you know, and is there any link? I, I, I should see that. And being there was like, okay, you know, I reached that, and now I, I can see how, uh, how big it is, you know. And um, also, this was very impressive for me because the, um, uh, I, was, I realized there we don't know anything about these people, you know. Uh, it's it's amazing because as you were saying, they were uh, engraved on, uh, in fact, four big outcrop of uh, soapstone, but you had faces everywhere. It's amazing to see that. So uh, now this was a thrill and uh, something. Uh, I mean, that was a privilege to be there, you know, and I I still feel that. Yeah. Mm. Thank you very much. I really appreciate you taking the time to speak with me. Thank you very much to you too. Okay. And for your interest. Yeah.